welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane. My name is Pete. And we are back from a little jaunt to Niagara Falls. Absolutely. So this is going to be the tourist guide to Niagara Falls. Diane and Pete Styles. Yes. Because I'm sure there's lots of tourist guides to Niagara Falls that touch on things we did not do or go anywhere near. Sure. And to clarify, this is also, we visited the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Yes. For all our international listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, where do you want to begin? Uh, I guess we could just start chronologically. Chronologically. Why did we go to Niagara Falls? Well, it was our post-anniversary, I guess. So, we decided to take a little trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I came up with the idea... Well, you had said you hadn't seen Niagara Falls, which seemed absurd to me because you have so much family that lives so close to there. Yeah, but isn't it kind of like um, how I lived next to Casa Loma for many years and never ever went to Casa Loma? That is true. I passed it every single day. I walked on the Baldwin steps. I Literally, it was right there. That is true. And I never you know, went to it because it's right there. I know, but you didn't even have to pay admission you just had to go <laughs> walk by this natural phenomena. Yeah. Uh, so that seemed interesting to me. Anyways, so you had thought that that would be a cool place to go. And that's, you know, let's actually go visit Niagara Falls. I have been a few times. So I knew some things, which may have been helpful in the planning process. Yeah. And your attitude was kind of like, what's the big deal? Why are we doing it? But. I wanted to go away somewhere that isn't a huge endeavor. I mean, we're not going to do a long trip. It was just a mm-hmm. weekend trip. Yep. Took, took one extra day off work, so we can do like a three-day trip. Not a big deal. And uh, yeah, just kind of get out of the get out of the house, get out of the routine. So one of the cool things we did is we actually got a really nice room in the Hilton Hotel. It's just in the Falls View area of Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. And uh, yeah, I got like a Falls View, nice sized uh, hotel room. Didn't we measure mm-hmm. our, our apartment and find out that our room was, our hotel room was bigger than our apartment? Yes. And mm. they seem comparable. I don't think it was. Very close. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had, you know, this was, this is going to be a nice holiday away for us. We're not quite sure if we're going to make it away for a trip, we usually go somewhere in the summer. So we thought, hey, let's let's splurge a bit, get a really nice room. Um, they also had kind of a, a package lined up. So you got the room, but then you also got a couple of vouchers for dinner and breakfast, free Wi-Fi, that sort of thing. So we thought, you know, all in all, that could be a, good, a nice a nice package altogether. Yeah, it actually it worked out really well. Because I knew they were going to give me a dinner voucher, but they actually gave us two of them for both nights, which mm-hmm. was nice. So we certainly used them. And although $40 off a dinner certainly sounds like a lot, um, I guess when you're in a touristy area, that that only made like a slight dent in our total bill. That's true. <laughs> it helped. Definitely it help. helped. Um, and, th- and that's true. But that, that was nice. Nice gesture of them. So let's talk, let's talk about the hotel first, because I actually want to give some props to the Hilton. I, I think that's something I would recommend to someone, mm-hmm. um, and specifically getting the Falls view. Um, we knew we were going in February. The weather's kind of unpredictable right now. We've had a bit of a uh, 
warm streak going on for the last couple of weeks, but you know, it could be a flurry. It could have been minus really, 10. really, really cold and windy. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it was all of these things, but we'll get to that later. Um, and it was like in the worst case scenario, if it's terrible, at least we could be in a nice cozy room and, and see the falls, go out for dinner and, uh, just sort of enjoy some, some time away from, uh, the regular routine. Yes, absolutely. Uh, also, recommendation, always get a jacuzzi. Those are awesome. Ah, yes. So good. Yes. When you're walking around all day and you could just like get those jets going on your feet or on your back, it's, it's wonderful. Always nice to change up the norm there, too. I mean, we're not fancy. We don't own a jacuzzi in our apartment. No, no. And in fact, our <laughs> bathtub, really, we don't use it as a bathtub because oh, right. the, it doesn't work. the plug thing is jammed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we like a nice tub soak when we, uh, when we go, go away, and that was that was great to have a jacuzzi. The other fun thing they advertised is there was supposed to be a fireplace in this room, mm. and I thought that would be one of the nice also features. It's like, again, it's, it's February. It could be cold. Hey, we can get a room with a nice view, a jacuzzi, and it has a fireplace, apparently. Look at these photos. Get fast forward, going to the actual hotel, find out it's really just a light fixture. Kind of decorative. A very fancy light. It doesn't even emit heat. It's just like creates a pattern. It might as well have been a television screen that just <laughs> displayed a fire. Because, uh, yeah, it was very, very fake. <laughs> well, maybe some people just like it for the ambiance or whatever. Sure. Well, we turned it on for mm-hmm. one evening just to have it on. It's mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we did at least feel that when we you know, got this really nice room. We were well treated while we were there and the vouchers were well respected. Um, It's not when we went to Mexico and had our kind of upgraded room, we didn't feel like we were getting much more than everybody else that was there. That's true. Yeah. In Mexico, we opted for a platinum room, which was, I think, quite significantly more expensive. And I got these like platinum passes that didn't really do anything for us it gave us i guess the ability to go to one extra uh breakfast room or something but Mm -hmm. nothing and we were supposed to have you know better service in a platinum area on the beach and we didn't really find that that. we had a private pool that you know wasn't really anything special we were supposed to have kind of a couple of extra amenities in the room and we didn't and oh yeah that's right the power kept going out in that place too we (laughs) just remember that uh, that was funny. Yeah. We Kept just blowing up uh, fuses. Weren't impressed. No. But this Niagara Falls trip, very impressed. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the meals that we had because they were in the hotel as well. Yes. So we used our $40 vouchers. We had two nights there. So we went to two different places uh, within the hotel. The first was? Uh, Brazilian barbecue. Barassa. Uh, which was very fun. Because I've just been to Brazil and had the experience of doing Brazilian barbecue there. Uh, So the concept of these restaurants is that there's a buffet with all of your side dishes, you know, your salads, your vegetables, um, that sort of thing, potatoes, rice. And then uh, gentlemen come around with meat on sticks, on skewers. And they will just carve a piece of meat off uh, for you. So you have all these delicious cuts of meat um, kind of circulating around, hot, piping, steaming, like 
right off the skewer. And it's good. It's good quality stuff. Yeah, too. really good quality meats. Um, and you basically the meat. It's basically all you can eat of. Both. Oh yeah both sections and then some like they're just constantly coming at you mm-hmm. more food more food more food yeah what was nice about this brazilian barbecue is that uh, they had kind of a system where you could uh, flip a little coaster green means go please bring us meat yeah. red means stop for now give us some break and yeah. uh, we'll just eat uh, quietly on our own which was a, a nice system i think yeah i like that a lot um because similar, we went to the Copacabana, I remember, with your lab at one point, and mm-hmm. it was just nonstop barrage of people throwing meat at you. And it's just mm-hmm. like, please, can we just talk for a moment and enjoy each other's company? So it was nice that we could flip a coaster for that. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was brought up some good memories for me. They had like the rice and beans there, which was a staple in Brazil. They have this, I was trying to explain it to you. It's like a powder yeah. <laughs> that they just have at every buffet that you just like, I don't know. They just eat it on everything. It's kind of tasteless. I'm not exactly sure um, what yeah. it is made of, um, but yeah. they've got it and they had it there as well. Yeah, so to describe it, in most restaurants... You know, while uh, after you take your you get your order put in or your drink order, they usually bring bread and sometimes butter with it or an oil with it. Uh, at this place, they brought like little cheese rolls, but there's yeah, this like it looks like brown sugar powder in a little little bowl. And I don't even know what you're supposed to do there. You're supposed to use like a spoon to put it on it. You're supposed to dip it because it, like it doesn't really stick to anything because it's such a powder, a light powder, almost like sawdust even. Yeah, it's kind of like breadcrumbs. Uh, yeah, you get a little bit on there and you taste it and you go, this doesn't taste like anything. Like it's a very mild, mm-hmm. non-existent flavor, but well, whatever. It's very yeah. authentic. It just brought back happy memories. Yeah. I loved <laughs> um, I loved your power move when they come in. They're like, are you familiar? Have you been to this kind of restaurant before? And you're like, <laughs> I went to Brazil. <laughs> and he's like, well then, all right. Like actually, I wasn't... Oh. I hope it didn't sound like that. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought it was awesome. Actually, I've been to Brazil. I hope you guys brought your game because I'm looking for some good meat. Yeah. So we usually rate our restaurants. I'd give that one what an eight out of ten. What would you do? Mm-hmm. It was very good service. It was very good food. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what I would improve there. What I would change. So that would be better than an eight out of ten for you, I assume. I guess eight nine. Cool. 8.5 yeah. for Diane. It's kind of like how I rate Netflix. Like, if I really liked a movie, I'll just give them all five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And if it's really bad, I basically just stop watching it and give it one. So, I mean, there's like two. There's no middle. Yeah. There's no real middle ground. It was it was really good, and I enjoyed everything. Yeah, I never use threes, but I do use fours and twos mm-hmm. on Netflix sometimes. Uh, also, uh, these places, I don't think they did it in Brazil. Here, they will also have roasted pineapple that they bring around. Yeah, that was incredible. Which was delicious. It's a roasted pineapple with a brown sugar and cinnamon on the outside. Yeah. Uh, it's warm. It You can just bite into it and it's juicy warm and it's delicious. We're it smells gonna, wonderful. Smells wonderful. We're going to try and replicate it here at home at some point. Yeah, in a couple of weeks probably. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Restaurant number two. Mm-hmm. So this was the restaurant that was on the top floor of the smaller tower of the hotel called the Watermark. And so you had a view of the falls while you were eating, which was lovely. It was great. And um, 
And they just had, you know, kind of a North American cuisine, I would say. They tried to tout that it was local things. That's true. Um, they but had I local would, wines, that's for sure. Yeah. I would say that it was, I don't know, local things fruits. that you would find at a typical restaurant. Um, yeah. And they kind of had a, a deal or a package where you could get three items for a certain price or five items for a certain price. So you could essentially have a starter, a main course, and a dessert. This restaurant really reminded me of the 360 experience we had at uh, Toronto CN Tower, mm-hmm. where you get a three-course meal, you can just pick your few things, and you're kind of just enjoying the view. We weren't spinning around in circles, but uh, it was similar, where it was good quality food, um, very kind of upscale feeling, mm-hmm. and uh, great, great decor, and uh, yeah, great view. I like that place a lot. I would give that one a slightly better grade than Brasa from the night previous, personally. So I would give that one an 8.5 out of 10. Oh, nice. I I think I enjoyed my food at Brasa better. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed uh, the meat there and the side dishes. Um, my soup and pasta was really good. I think I wanted to try a seafood linguine to see how it would taste. Yeah. And I think I was really hankering for like a really thick, creamy sauce. And it was not quite as thick and creamy as I thought it would be, but the dessert was pretty awesome. Phenomenal. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up. So Watermark did one thing really well and one thing really strange for me. So the really <laughs> well thing is, yes, the dessert. It was a flourless uh, chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, from now on, I just don't want flour in anything because <laughs> apparently that makes it awesome. But basically, it was just like a chocolate ball, right? Mm-hmm. Like a... I don't know, maybe a double-sized Timbit of uh, chocolate amazingness. It was like fudge. Yeah, it was kind of a consistency in between cake and fudge. With uh, a little bit of strawberry sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. I was having a nice uh, Niagara red wine, and it was like, this is just, this is great. I'm not even a sweet tooth, and this is, mm, that was delicious. I think it was, it wasn't as sweet as some cakes can come out, though. That's probably why it's good. So I think that's probably also why you enjoyed it, too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. rich. Lovely. Very what about delicious. the weird thing? The weird thing was the appetizer. I was, I was feeling, hey, I could go for some Caesar salad, and uh, I've never been served a salad before where you have to cut your own lettuce. That's the mark of of fancy something posh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like it was very strange. So basically, what it was is they had cut a uh, romaine lettuce head in half, basically lengthwise, though. Yeah, lengthwise, mm-hmm. and then just dressed it with uh, a really great sauce, um, little slits of Parmesan, and some bacon bits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And you can't even like dig your fork in it and try to get little pieces. You have to literally cut that thing, like <laughs> cut little pieces off because mm-hmm. it's just one big hunk of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little strange. And I, I, at that point, I wasn't sure if the server was mad at me or screwing with me, but I guess that's just... The way they do Caesar salads. Never seen that before in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was cool. Do you want to talk about the breakfast at all? They're kind of just regular hotel Usual, breakfast. yeah. Buffets. Buffet breakfasts. Um, I did say that they cook the eggs well. We found in yeah. Ireland that the eggs were weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ireland had no idea what to do with eggs. I think, yeah, we're not used to how Ireland likes to cook their but eggs. But they knew what to do with milk and dairy, but nothing to do with eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Anyways, so we were well-fed while we were there. Yeah, so let's move on to the next thing. Let's talk about the actual falls. So 
Um, Niagara Falls is an interesting thing and in what you prepared for me. And this is why I still don't think I've really, really been there, or at least not in an age where I would remember something. Um, you get to see both the American Falls side and the Canadian Falls side. And I always mm-hmm. thought that was interesting. Um, and especially you showing your real Canadian pride side where it's like, this is the American ones. They don't count. Let's go over here. <laughs> and we have to like, continue walk to go to the real ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. Like the American ones are not as impressive in size yes. or height, depth, whatever it is, but, uh, they're, they're still rather beautiful, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, those, those Canadian falls, we got, we got nice and close to it. Nice and close. And they were, they're powerful. We did. We found the nice, um, walkway and you can walk all the way around. And I remember visiting from when I was a kid, you can get a real nice shot and see the whole falls in front of you because they do, they're quite wide. Um, so you can get a nice shot of that, but you can actually walk along a little bit further and actually get to the point where you can see the water going over the edge and get an idea of how powerful they are, how quick they move, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So we definitely took um, some shots. I think you took a video yep. um, where we got a nice panorama, but then we also walked a little bit further because I wanted you to see. I think the that corner. was my favorite when I was a kid is yeah. just seeing the water go over the edge. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other thing you nailed is you were really trying to prepare us for uh, the mist. Yeah, how wet it was going to be. Yeah, and it was very, very wet. Um, This kind of transitions well into weather. We've had some kind of strange weather for the weekend. It's been, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, it's been a bit of a heat streak recently for um, this winter. But on that day in particular, we... We had uh, well, really, really warm weather on Friday. Saturday was kind of overcast and it cleared up and it was then very nice. And Saturday is when we walked to the falls and it was basically raining. But that was just the uh, mist from, mm-hmm. the, from the falls were coming down so hard. And a lot of tourists there really didn't seem like they were prepared for it. I saw guys like in t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. just hanging out because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's nice right now. And they're just getting soaked. Um, but we were in our full uh, windbreaker and hoods, which was great. Good call on that, honey. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I definitely inform you when the raincoat will be a good idea. I know it's not your favorite jacket to bring around because it is just the raincoat. There's no structure to it. Yeah. Um, but you definitely want to be covered and protected from water. Otherwise, you're pretty wet all the way there. And even if it is 10 degrees out, yeah. you get a little water on you and it's uncomfortable. Absolutely. Um, and we definitely grabbed a hot beverage on the way back. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's something I remember as well as it's really misty. And I think part of my hesitation going in the winter was if it's minus 10 degrees outside, you're going to have water all over the ground around the falls. So it's going to be very slippery. Yeah. You're going to have the mist coming at you. So you're going to have wet you're going to be cold already and now getting wet and trying to see the falls. Um, So I didn't know if that would be, you know, kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I do remember going, visiting a friend kind of around wintertime and there's uh, lights all along there, which they had turned off by this time. They still light up the falls with these big spotlights. Um, So I knew that it could be very pretty, but also that you had to be very prepared. Right. Um, so coming prepared and knowing that, I think we uh, were well prepared and yes. 
enjoyed it to its fullest because of that. Absolutely. And one of the fun things we like to do when we travel, um, certainly it's been a, I think a very frequent theme. And even if we listen to our last like set of podcasts, we always go off season. That's always like our move, Mm -hmm. whether it is Mexico, Ireland, uh, even Newfoundland, we were off season. Often when we go to Vancouver off season, uh, kind of, it's not right right (laughs) in the prime. It's usually a couple months earlier or something. Um, yeah, I guess And for so. Niagara yeah. Falls, we were off-season from nice weather, but also off-season from their winter wonderland. We just we had just missed that, so they didn't have all those lights up. But mm-hmm. it also wasn't as busy. It yes. Was, it was much more comfortable. I think so, yeah, definitely. Which, which I liked. So from the falls, we went to the legendary... Clifton Hills Road, just mm-hmm. so I could see what that was all about. Yes. You basically were ready to tout it as the most stupid thing ever, I guess. It's, just, it's not stupid. It's just like touristy. really touristy, cheesy, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, you can go and see it. I don't think we needed to like go into the haunted house and no. <laughs> partake in all of the activities, but... Yeah, I think I wanted you to see it so you could feel like you had seen it. And if you felt very drawn to doing an activity, that we could do it. Um, And we actually picked a really cool one, I think. Yeah. We were sitting there, drinking our hot beverages, warming up. And we were right by the big Ferris wheel, Mm -hmm. which was neat. And we're like, that would be kind of cool just to get a view of what's going on all around and wouldn't be like too crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it was, well, decently priced, I guess, for a tourist area, uh, like $12 or something per adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nice thing about the Ferris wheel, I, I noticed right away, and I was very thankful for as soon as we were on it, is there, it's an enclosed Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, gets, it got so windy that day. I don't know if it's always, it's probably always pretty windy near the falls. But, uh, yeah, that whole thing was, like, shaken. Yes. <laughs> when you got up there. If you're a little nervous about heights to begin with, you probably would not have enjoyed it. No, it was swaying, and you could hear all this yeah. going on all the time. And you have to, you know, kind of fill all of the spots along the Ferris wheel. So yeah. you, you get in, and they move along, and someone else gets in, and then they move along, and someone else gets in. So you can be stuck at the top swaying a little bit for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so when I went, when we were first planning our Niagara trip, I actually kind of wanted to do like a helicopter tour around the falls. Mm-hmm. And then I was worried that maybe you would get too uh, motion sick from that because you do suffer from motion, motion sickness. So mm-hmm. that kind of kiboshed that idea. So I'm glad we did this instead. It still, you know, gave you a bit of a height bird's eye view of the area. It allowed me to see Clifton Hills without having to walk all the way up and down it. Um, and yeah, it was it was. It's good to be close to the to falls and sort of get that view real quick. Mm-hmm. And you did not barf. So that's a bonus too. <laughs> also helpful. Hey. <laughs> uh, anything else about Clifton? Clifton Hills, I would say, I think, I think there's a time and place for those things. And I don't mm-hmm. really want to be the kind of person to say it's, it's a terrible tourist trap and all that. Because I imagine... It's like a it's like a Disney World. Like I, I could yeah. just imagine that would be absolute paradise for a young kid. Uh, you know, give us I don't know six years from now, that might be like the greatest place for us to go for with these little water parks and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't really appeal to us now, but I could see it being a great place for young families. 
Um, I could even see it being a fun place to go if I was just with a bunch of group of guys and we were just going on a, which we saw a lot of, by the way. A lot of trip. groups of guys, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of dudes doing the Vegas trip, but to Niagara Falls instead. Um, and just getting loaded and running around on the street and doing stupid things. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I would love to go to that arcade or whatever, the Midway place. I think that would have been a lot of fun. But I don't think it would have been a lot of fun with you just waiting next to me while I did stuff. So that we did not do. Yes. And again, I think that's where my hesitation came when planning this trip too, because I knew a lot of what was there and I kept thinking, is that what you want to do for this trip? And it eventually came out that you were like, well, yeah, I want to do that. Maybe I should do it with a bunch of guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a lot better idea. Yeah. So once that was kind of cleared up yeah. and we had some, you know, activities that both of us would enjoy yes. on this trip, then I think that really made it much better, more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk about uh, the trip you planned for us on Saturday mm -hmm. that you knew both of us would enjoy. Yeah, so my brother was recently in Niagara Falls for a work conference, and he said they went on a brewery tour. And he said, you know what, you and Pete might like that because you both really enjoy beers and, you know, enjoy like... Craft. Craft beers, trying them out. They're from small local places, getting a taste for something different. We both like kind of different types of beers, um, but always looking to try something new. And it's a chance to kind of get driven around to a bunch of local uh, places uh, and try something different. So I thought this sounded like a neat idea. Booked us a tour. They picked us up in a van from our hotel. Yeah. Uh, we went and picked up another four people. And off we went. Yeah, so it was great because like Niagara is really well known for their wine. The wine industry mm -hmm. is, is boomed, um, you know, many decades ago. The VQA, Niagara is just, it, it's, it's known as a wine area of Canada. Yes. Um, so it was cool to see something that was just starting to blossom in uh, Niagara Falls. So like this was a new tour. I think our guide was saying he's only been doing it for like a season or something. Like just over a year. Yeah. yeah. So he's just getting into the ideas. And I always like, I like going on things that are in their introductory phase. Like, cause it's more personal. Mm -hmm. He's very personable with us. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, well, how's that? And if, you know, if something's not really quite going right, it, he's willing to just like do something entirely different. Yeah. It's like, hey, we could go this way or we can go this way. What do you guys feel like? Mm -hmm. Right. Take a more scenic route, hit another place or go to lunch. Right. Lots of options. Um, what was the name of the company? I want to plug them. Uh, Niagara Craft Brewery Tours. Well, that makes sense. And they honestly search Niagara Craft Brewery Tours. You'll find their website. Uh, it's under construction, but if you send them a uh, kind of a message through their contact page or you mm -hmm. call them, they pick up and they respond really quickly because they're Start new up. and they're, they want to get as many people through these tours as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't too busy. It wasn't too full either, right? We were just in the van, as you mm -hmm. said, with uh, four other people. So two other couples who were mm, similar-ish age. Yeah. And visiting the area. Uh, and we got to see probably some breweries that we wouldn't have stumbled upon ourselves because they were kind of in Niagara-on-the-Lake. Absolutely. Um, the I've first, never heard of any of these. Yeah. The first was called Exchange Brewery. Yep. It was located, I would say, right in the heart of Niagara-on-the-Lake, kind of Main Street. Yeah. It was a fancy, poshy, mm -hmm. old kind of neighborhood. 
Yes. Like really cleaned up, but you could tell they had a lot of old buildings there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Exchange Brewery itself, like you walk into that place and it just it just looked like a graphic designer and uh, I don't know, a marketing professional just had a baby there. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the beer was like just a side thought to it. That was my personal opinion mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, they did. Yes, it did come off like that. They did seem to have a brewmaster that was very interested in trying out a bunch of different or very traditional Belgian beers sure. and would use uh, bacteria in the barrels they, yeah, they to loved, give them. They love talking about bacteria. They yeah. This is like bacteria, this bacteria, that <laughs> one of the ladies in our tour group was just like getting gross. She kept saying, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. Um, but the other thing is like, yeah, their, their design, like even their beer bottles, they look like wine bottles, but mm-hmm. like all black. And uh, even like the tour guide talking about about the places, like yeah, we often get confused for wine bottles. It's been hard for us to get into the LCBO, and I'm like, yeah. So why are you doing that? Like why <laughs> why are you going out of your way to be so poshy and different? I, think I get it, might... it to some degree because then it makes them stand out. And I think it might fit the area where they are. Yeah, like that specific spot. Yeah. I think that suits that specific spot. Yeah, and they serve popcorn. That's their only meal. I think there are a couple other snack options. Looks like just popcorn and maybe nuts. Popcorn, nuts. Well, they don't have a full kitchen, so yeah, had to be something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It was um, a really interesting experience, though. And they had a full merch, like everything. You could buy a onesie or playing cards. Or, uh-huh. <laughs> or a little beer bottle sock. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I did like it because that's the first time that I've tried what they call a sour beer, mm. which is not something I've ever been exposed to. This is session saison? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that was interesting. And actually, the other breweries we visited as well had that type of sour yeah. beer. Um, but it was the first time I tried it. So it was kind of neat to be able to get that experience of trying something different. Yes. Opened up your mind for sure. Because mm-hmm. I would have never gone there based on the way it looked and all oh, that. Yeah. I would have never stuck my head in that place. Mm-hmm. So it was good that that was a first stop. Yes. I did find, I don't know if a brewery tour is supposed to teach you about how they make beer. Yeah. Uh, I I come from an educational background and I always love to learn things. And I read a whole book about it that someone gave me. Um, But this guy kind of went through it really fast. And he didn't explain anything. And not really explaining anything very well. Yeah. Um, And really when we went to the other places, no one really explained very much about the process. Yeah. They kind of just said, here's our beers, try them, this is what they are. Yeah. So I think I would have maybe enjoyed a little bit more on the educational side. Yep, I agree. And I, th- um, yeah. It, yeah, it seemed like they were talking to people who had gone through the Niagara teaching program already. And I think they're too, too often surrounded by those kind of people that they don't realize that new people coming from other towns or whatever backgrounds don't know anything about the process of making beer. Don't just jump into, oh, we either add a sour or a clean beer. And I even asked, is like, do you have any questions? Like, what's a sour or a clean beer? And they're like, well, this is the sour one and that's the clean one. Mm-hmm. I was like, that didn't really answer my question. You just pointed at them. Yeah. And I don't know if other people are expecting to go on a brewery tour and just drink beer and that's what they want. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know if they've had that before. So they just want to kind of shoot out some feelers and see if anyone has questions and then mm, answer maybe. the questions. So maybe that's where they're coming from. Um, 
But uh, yeah, but all kind of neat. So we went to Exchange Brewery. The second place we went to, I think everyone enjoyed, that was the um, Cider House. Was that number two? Yeah. Cider House? Yes. Yeah. Uh, That surprised me because, first of all, it was the first stop where we went and it was not beer. And then Mm -hmm. I was confused. (laughs) I know the two get kind of lumped together, but, you know, we're on a brewery tour and it's Mm -hmm. like, now we're going to get some cider. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's go to the old mill and get some cider. Yeah. Uh, That place was really neat. Very small. Mm -hmm. Very, like, closely knit bunch of people running it. Oh, yeah. It was, like, run by two people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what hut. it is, is they make fruit wine, mm-hmm. wine from fruit, and also cider. What's uh, the name of the... Brand? Sunnybrook. No, but what's the name of their cider? Ironwood. Ironwood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is available in LCBOs. Yes. I don't know if I've had it before, um, but it tasted great. Yeah, it was phenomenal at the at the tasting. It was it was so good. It was so crisp. It was so clean. And this is one of the, another example of marketing again, where I was like, I didn't understand what they're doing because their packaging looks like, and I remember telling you this, it looks like mm-hmm. it's uh, advertising for people on motorcycles. Like it looks like a strong, uh, strong beer almost. Like it looks like you're advertising for people who just want to get loaded real fast. And it's got this design that it just reminds me of like a Harley Davidson logo. Mm-hmm. And when you were at the tasting place, it had this very quaint kind of like, uh, local organic, like they're they're grabbing from their farmers. It has this really friendly attitude, and I was like, this seems totally opposite to the marketing of your cider. And uh, yeah, the cider is very clean, very delicious, um, very light. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I would I don't know I would, I would tell them to market it differently personally, and I do recommend it to everyone because it is it is a delicious cider. Yes, uh, and they make it so. It is a bit higher alcohol content and a lot less sweet tasting than yeah. some of the other ciders. So I started on Summersby cider, yeah. which is, uh, they actually put apple flavor in it yes. and it's very sweet. Yeah. There's added sugar. And I gradually started to try other ciders that literally the list of ingredients would be apples. Apples, yes. Um, and this one I'm pretty sure is the same. Same thing, yeah. Uh, and they just have, yeah, they're very light and refreshing they have like a fruity taste to them or hint to them, yeah. but it's not like this overly sweet beverage and it's not as carbonated either. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very good. So in a piece of irony, that was probably my favorite stop of the whole brewery tour. And yeah. It was not even a beer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and I think that's where we spent the most money probably. Mm-hmm. We picked up a wine and a candle and stuff like and it was really nice. It was a really really nice place. So I do recommend yes. that stop for sure. And the nicest little outhouse ever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have running water in a bathroom. <laughs> yep. Um so from there we decided that we wanted to hit the place for lunch. And we'd already had quite a number of samples already. Uh so we went to lunch at Silversmith. Silversmith Brewery, yes, mm-hmm. um, which was an old church converted into a bar slash brewery. Yes, so I was sitting on a pew bench. <laughs> yeah, they even kept the pews from the church and they turned it into seating. It was rather incredible. They had the stained glass window shooting the light through. Yeah. It was really beautiful. It was a great building. Loved, loved the building. Didn't care for pretty much anything else in that place. <laughs> um, yeah, the building's beautiful, though. Yeah, we sat down and we said we were part of this tour group and immediately we just started getting all these samples of beer. Yeah. Um, 
and samples of beer is not samples of wine where you get like this little ounce or whatever. There, you get like a, a small glass of it. And there was four that came like right away. And we're all kind of like, man, we've had a lot of samples already. We just like some food. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're quarter pints though. They're not small samples. They're like 250 mils. Mm-hmm. So they start to add up because at that point we've had, I don't know, probably a couple pints at the first place. And then we had wine and strong cider mm-hmm. at the next place. And everyone was pretty much ready. And then he, when the tour guy even asked, it's like, do you guys want to go for lunch now? Everyone's like, oh, yeah. We could use some mm-hmm. food. We're getting a little loaded here. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the the silversmiths pounded us with four beers right off the bat. Yes. And we were like, whoa. We they had, food. I think they're famous for their black lager. Which yeah, I don't know why. Thoughts? Yeah. It's exactly um, like the black lager that I had in Vancouver at the dockside. Mm-hmm. I think Granville Island makes one. I think everyone makes one. Like, it tastes exactly the same. It is what you get. Good. I think I'm... Your taste buds are definitely expanding, yes, honey. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely getting a taste for the, the darker stout. Yes, you are. Stout beer. That um, does not taste like a stout. Um, does not. <laughs> darker beer. I don't know. Yeah. Black lager. But I liked Guinness, too. Yeah. Um, I also like the wheat beer, randomly. I didn't think I did, but that was kind of good. Mm-hmm. And had some pretty good food there, I think. Yeah, it was all right. It was pretty mm-hmm. messy, though. And I remember that when they gave us like cutlery and like four sets of napkins, yeah. I was like this is probably going to be a messy meal. And they gave it to every one of us. That's um, true. Yeah, great atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty good service. Friendly mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the beers didn't, they didn't blow me away, but whatever. Yeah, and from there it was the Niagara Teaching Brewery, right? Yes. The last this, stop. this was what was really interesting. And actually, this is where I think the tour should shift if we could you know write them an email with our own little feedback maybe we could do that but this is where they should really be talking about i think the process and they have a whole opportunity to talk about this whole education program that i didn't even know about i think they were going to but they didn't the staff person was taking somebody else around on a private uh, tour and that's why we didn't get that otherwise we would have okay because mm-hmm. i didn't even know and it made sense and i found it you know a fascinating thing is like, well, that makes sense for the education business. Niagara is a booming uh, city for wine already, and now they have a, a booming craft beer service. So mm-hmm. the college there has a craft beer service uh, education program. And it was neat because we were in this little bar, and it had all of the students' brews. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them were just making their version of classic Lagers, Stouts, whatever it would be. Yes. Um, and you could sample those. But then you would get some of these weird creative ones where I don't know what they're doing or mixing, but they even came up with like a name. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was a pun, like the Harry Porter. Yep. Uh, should have tried that actually. <laughs> the name was so good. Um, but I did have a Lager there and I knew I would like it because I remember living in Oakville right next to... Uh, Black Oak Brewery, which is an LCBO as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two really well-known brews. They have a dark and they have a light. But for a while, they were making their own lager, and they made it in small batches. And it was like one of my favorite, like most refreshing beers I've ever had. And that's because it was made in a small batch, and it was always so fresh. Hmm. Um, 
And I've been missing that ever since. That was like 1999, 2000. So it was <laughs> wow. a long time ago, right? Um, so going to this place is like, wait, these are small batch and these are students making it. I got to try the Lager. And sure enough, it, it is very similar. So I got a six pack of those. Mm-hmm. That was probably the highlight beer for me of the day. Nice. Yeah, I think by that time I had, oh, we forgot a brewery. We went to Oost too. Oost. Oost. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oost. Uh, anyways, we'll get back to Oost, but by, definitely by the time I got to Niagara Brewery, I was like almost full up to my eyeballs with beer. And I think just sheer volume, I was like, oh, no yeah. more. <laughs> Not even alcohol content is just like, I don't think my body can take in any more fluid. <laughs> no, I agree. Oost is where I got my buzz. Got my buzz on. Yeah. So we hit up Oost after lunch. Uh, this was an old farm co-op converted into a brewery. Yep. Uh, so they had a lot of beers with kind of farm-related names, farmhouse, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah, and the driver kept telling us this has like the best balcony in Niagara Falls. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's curious. We need to check this out. So <laughs> at one point, we walked around the building looking for it, and there's a mm-hmm. guy building a balcony. It doesn't even exist yet. So it was like... Renovating? Was he renovating the balcony? There was no ground. <laughs> like there, there was barely a banister. He's like, this is the best I'm sorry to pull my Toronto card out here. It's like, you guys haven't seen very much then. Uh, yeah, they had a ping pong table, so we were that able to blow off some steam playing fun. ping pong for a bit. Uh, and then same thing where they kind of just brought over beer and yeah. we're like, try this, try this, try this. And it was like, we are really getting full of beer. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for the servers because uh, our group was visibly uninterested in beer at that point. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. no, and no more. I think rather than, you know, bring over all four, maybe it would have been helpful to be like, we have these beers that you can try. Is there one that you'd be interested in sampling? And then it wouldn't become, here's beer. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't even know what you're looking at anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it's so much. It's at one time. Yeah. Sample size should have been smaller too. I agree. Thinking about it now. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm, I'm happy I got a good buzz on my beer tour, but... Well, uh, yes, I guess that's the point. <laughs> but, I mean, after that happened, it, mm-hmm. it, there was no tasting anything. It just all became the same at that point. Yes. Yes. And the lady even came over and said, do you guys want to try a dark beer? Which you were interested in trying. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to pour it if you guys aren't going to drink it. Yeah, she and was I think, picking up on that. Yeah. At that point, we were getting kind of like, oh, we're sorry. It's just... <laughs> we've had a lot. And yeah. I think just that introduction would have helped. Um, they had a saison beer as well. So that sour beer was there. I feel like after I tried it, it was just everywhere. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Did you enjoy it at that point, though? Because you were kind of full, right? I was full, and they gave me some water, which was nice. Um, there was there were a couple that I liked there that mm. I was, you know, sipping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunday's Best, I think, was the name of one of them. Uh, so it was interesting. They have um, they sell their beer in quite big bottles as well. They almost yeah. look like champagne bottles. Yeah, what is with that? That was like such a theme on this trip. I don't know. I guess they're trying to, you know, be unique. Except for the the last place, the Niagara Brewery. They're, they're in cans. They're normal looking. Yes. Well, they're, they're student run, so they don't have time to worry about all this <laughs> fancy marketing business. Yeah. They're... They're making beer. Yeah, agreed. 
I, I hope they do have some courses on marketing because that is obviously important if you are going to go into your yeah. independent own brewery. Um, I like their labels a lot, actually. Yeah, but their labels were well designed. So I think, yeah, that, that helped. Hmm. Um, but uh, that just about wraps it up, right? We uh, finished that tour and took us back to the hotel. And we went for a little walk to kind of burn that off. Yeah. Yeah, so this trip is sort of all out of order, but I do want to hit on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did dinners, we did the falls. Oh, one thing on my list, transit. Yes. We always love to share our stories of transit on all the trips we go to. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to borrow a car for this trip because mm-hmm. we would essentially have driven to Niagara Falls, left it parked somewhere, paid for it to be parked there, yeah. and then driven home. Yeah, it so, probably costs us less money for what we decide to do. Yeah, plus gas and, you know, getting there and traffic and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to take Go Transit because we are familiar that our family or members of our family have taken Go Transit to that region before. Yep. And it seems to work for them. Absolutely. So we thought we should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we took a uh, train from Union mm-hmm. to Burlington. Yep. And then it was a bus from Burlington to Niagara Falls. Yes. And a very nice person at the Burlington Go Station yeah. kind of saw us st- standing in line and said, are you guys going to Niagara Falls? There's an express bus at the next platform that leaves at the same time. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you brought this up because <laughs> this is the first thing I noticed on our trip. And I was like, we need to talk about this on our podcast <laughs> is I noticed such a strange change in personalities of people. Uh, just from going to Burlington, mm-hmm. as opposed to our usual Toronto uh, crowd. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's just little things. Like, we were in the Burlington station. Before that lady told us where to go, mm-hmm. I sneezed, and, like, seven people in the terminal went, bless you. Yep. And I was like, what? I'm not used to that. Like, I go on the TTC, I'm so used to people just totally ignoring you, and you yep. ignore them, and you mm-hmm. just get on your way. That's yes. the Toronto way. Personally, I kind of like it, but... It was so interesting to get, like, such friendly people. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed on the bus as well. Like, there were a lot of people saying, hi, how are you? Um, and uh, nice to see you, thanks, or whatever. There was mm-hmm. a lot of thanks, please, and thank yous mm-hmm. going on. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. It, it was yes. kind of fun to experience. <laughs> but I don't know how that lady knew we were going to Niagara Falls. Maybe we stuck out as Torontonians. Or we had all these bags with us, so maybe yeah. it seemed like we were going... Anyways, we got on the express bus, so it was an even faster ride from Burlington to Niagara Falls. Uh, It lets you off at a spot that was about a 20-minute walk to our hotel. So we just walked from there. We could have gotten a cab, but we walked. Um, uh, Yeah, so that was very smooth and very quick. We just met up at Union Station, and off we went. Uh, And coming back also relatively smooth. I mean, we had a cab driver who seemed a bit out of it, (laughs) and... Wasn't we? We just paid him and left. Yeah. Um, and once we got to the bus station, they announced the platform. We got on the bus. Uh, it wasn't an express bus, so there were a number of stops. Still and, was great. Uh, but otherwise, very smooth. I kind of had a nap. We mm-hmm. got on the train, popped us off in Union Station. It Boom. was great. Home in no time. I really enjoyed uh, Go Transit. I can see why some people would prefer that over, say, trying to take the subway or something. Yeah, and also we had the option of doing Greyhound, and we knew from our experience of you being in both Waterloo and Guelph mm-hmm. that uh, the Greyhound station at Bay Street and whatever it is, Dundas, mm-hmm. 
Four o'clock in an afternoon on Friday. Horrible experience. Mm -hmm. And one that I never want to repeat again. Yes. Um, Doing that to visit you, I mean, was worth it in the end seeing you, but I was always (laughs) so frustrated. You were. And Uh, you would always come in like, just like, I just want to be like at your place. And do you have a beer? And do you have food? And let's just, you know. (laughs) Let's cuddle. Yeah. Get rid of some stress. mm -hmm. Because it's packed and there are people everywhere and it's just so busy. And yes, Union Station is also very busy, but you get on your correct train and there's always a seat and you can go up to the very top and it's quiet. It's clean. It's clean. Yeah, it's so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, our trip was great, honestly, in in comparison, Mm -hmm. even compared to flying. Like it, it was just so comfortable. Well, even coming back too, we were a little bit concerned that, oh, it's Sunday, maybe It'll everything's not running as frequently as yeah. well. The buses run every every hour yeah. from uh, Niagara Falls to Burlington. And then the trains came 15 minutes after we got to the to the Burlington. So it was really easy. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more cars here, though. I don't know if it's being picked up by the podcast, but I'm hearing cars just revving all the time now. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's fun to be back in the big city again. So I think that's, uh, are those all your points that you had? Those are all the points. Jotted down for us to cover of our pretty awesome trip. It just was really nice. I really enjoy being out of the city because I feel like I don't have to be checking my phone all the time, checking email. It's just kind of a tune out. And like, yes, I can be in my apartment and not checking my phone or email, but just being in that other place just really kind of relaxes you and gets you to stop thinking about those daily things and really have a break. Yeah. And, um, all couples, I recommend it. You gotta take a vacation for yourself too. Even if you have children or whatever it is, you need to take a vacation for yourselves. Um, and it's good to get away from your daily routine. Mm -hmm. Um, weekends at our place are fantastic. They're always very relaxing. I love them, but, uh, this was a good way to do something different. Um, kind of treat ourselves too. We yes. had some really nice dinners, mm-hmm. uh, lots of nice booze, <laughs> uh, and good times. It was great. I would agree. I, I feel, feel very relaxed. Yeah, yeah. I feel refreshed to go back to work and just tackle stuff. Yes, which we will have to. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Yes, you took a day off on Friday. I basically took a day off. I was at a conference, but yeah. Back to the grind. Mm-hmm. But we're refreshed and ready to go. All right. So if anybody has any comments, questions, Niagara Falls, send them our way. OrdinaryDayPodcast at gmail.com. And thank you to Field Processor for our intro and outro music. And information about them can be found at FieldProcessor.com. Oh, yeah. So until next time. Take one more. For the road. <laughs>